0: So, everybody say hi from my podcast. Hi. 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 Um, we're at uh, the UK APP seminars in 2017, and we're going to talk about uh, tongue piercings. Tongue piercings, it's, it's a super simple piercing when you look at it in one way, but it's a really complex piercing if you look at it in another way. Uh, it's what I would call like a, a staple.
1: The battle of wizards and warriors continues with iron swords. The evil wizard mouthkill will take the shape of the earth, wind, water, Farewell! The fate
0: of the world is in your hands. You're listening to the Piercing Wizard Podcast, and I'm your host, Ryan Willette. I'm a professional body piercer with 20 years experience. I travel around the world teaching technique and safety classes, and I'm a member of the Association of Professional Piercers. Listen in as I talk to my friends and colleagues about our industry so we can all stay sharp. Hey, everybody. How you doing? I just got back from the UK APP seminars in Birmingham, England. Uh, I'd say it was a huge success. They did a really good job. Uh, Extra classrooms this year, more vendors, more attendees, more instructors. Um, And it was just a really good vibe. You know, everybody had a lot of fun, made a lot of new friends, learned a lot of new information. Uh, It was was really nice to see all my, my UK friends. Uh, I feel like my classes went really well. Some of the other classes were really impressive. Um, a new crop of instructors kind of coming up. Uh, big props to Lola Slider. Uh, she was awesome. I, I, I co-instructed a class with her, and I was just super impressed. Like, she did a, a really, really awesome job, especially for a first-time instructor. I got a lot of interviews while I was there, maybe seven hours worth with some really, really interesting guests. So over the next couple of weeks, expect some, some pretty good content for you. I'm gonna be home for just a couple more days, and then I'm off to an APP board meeting in Atlanta, Georgia and then off to Camp APP. I should get a load of other interviews in there. Um, Lots of cool, interesting people to talk to. So I'll probably have a a good amount of content through the end of the year for you so I can kind of keep the show on track. So let's just jump right into it with this week's interview. I can't think of anybody better to talk about the UK APP seminars than the president of the United Kingdom Association of Professional Piercers, uh, my friend Nikki Holmes. So check that out, and I'll be back after the interview.
1: My name's Nicole Holmes, and I'm the president of the UK APP. I've been pacing since 1999. The organization's been going for three years now. So there's a big pile of information in my brain between then and now. I would imagine. Yeah. You can find me probably everywhere on the internet now want if, <laughs> if you type my name in I'm gonna pop up which is pretty cool if yeah. you're looking for yourself and yeah you, uh, you can find me at blue lotus piercing UK you can find me on safe piercing which is at ukapp.org.uk org dot UK and you can find me on Facebook and Instagram
0: which is just blue lotus cool
1: yeah
0: so I, I kind of remember sort of the conversations that turned into the UK APP. Yeah,
1: yeah, me too. It was all
0: the British piercers mm-hmm. hanging out at BMX net mm-hmm. kind of thinking, well, you know, there's always this contingent of uh, the Spanish piercers and the, the Germans and the mm-hmm. Italians and then the, the, the Brits. Mm-hmm. So we should have our own organization. Yep. And you did it and you, you seem to have done it pretty well. Yep.
1: I, I first found the APP when I was a, an apprentice, mm-hmm. which sounds great. really does sound great. But I, was, I got given a manual, one of the really old manuals, and basically got told to read it 10 times and right. highlight things that I got confused about. Mm-hmm. And then I had maybe two days to do that. Okay. And it was very, very thin. There wasn't even near as much information then as there yeah. is now. And it's obviously, it's not a how-to. It's just basic instructions, I right. guess, especially back then, you know?
0: Yeah, I mean, it's more like guidelines rather than instruction.
1: Uh, yeah, exactly, yeah. Mm. And back then, I didn't. I mean, this is the first few days on the job. I was yeah. basically cleaning the studio and reading the book. That's all right. I was doing. So this highlighter pen was supposed to go over everything that I didn't understand. Did you highlight half everything. the book? <laughs> <laughs> everything. Yeah. I basically highlighted the book. I yeah. have just colored the whole thing and start to finish. Yeah. But the piece that was teaching me didn't really understand it. So right. instantly, APP was more my teacher right. than my teacher, mm-hmm. you know? So I... It basically, the book kind of got thrown at me and he was like, look, just watch and learn, we'll do it differently, this clearly isn't gonna work. Yeah. And I got to keep that, and I think I still have it. And wow. it is covered in highlighter pen. Yeah, And it's torn and well worn, and I should really yeah. frame it, honestly. You should. I really yeah. totally should, yeah. Although it's probably a bit monkey. Um, <laughs> So that was, I kind of fell in love with APP from that because I was instantly disheartened with my with, with my master, with my teacher, right. and already kind of infatuated with APP. Mm-hmm. They already seemed to know more than the person who was supposed to be teaching me. Yeah. But for years, I, I didn't think anything about them. And I was really, really lucky that I then, th- will not tell the life story, but through not working with them anymore and getting a yeah. new job, I then got reintroduced to the APP when they'd done, so they have done two seminars in... Amsterdam, right? Right, yeah, years I ago, see, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I seen the second one. Okay. I was really, really lucky to be there. I think it was 2002. Yeah. And I didn't know that I was going to an APP conference. I got right. told I was working. Just a, Just a, a, com- thing. a convention. I was right. Involved. So I was expecting okay. more tattooists and, you know, like a typical convention mm-hmm. where you can maybe buy some stuffed animals and some jewelry and things like this. Right. But when I got there, he was like, oh, go sign yourself up with some classes. I was like, oh, beg your pardon? Who's who's doing this? He says, oh, it's APP. And then I yeah. wet myself. Well. <laughs> I was absolutely buzzing. Yeah. And oh god I guess kind of since then the rest was history but then it obviously disappeared there was no more APP over in Europe at all
0: yeah it's it's tough for resources and of and it's also kind of driven by who's on the board so yeah, yeah. you know I, I think Bethra was, Bethra was well a, a, a pretty pretty yeah. strong influence on having it in yep. Europe and then when so maybe uh, just
1: a touch too sooner well, yeah, maybe
0: um, and then Alicia Cardenas mm-hmm. was the the drive to bring it more into like the, the Latin American market and yeah. into Mexico So yes. yeah, it, it changes, but it, it definitely comes back around, you know, and well, I, I think yeah. now we have a Pretty pretty strong influence around, you know, hugely, the UK. And Europe. Hugely. Yeah,
1: so Again many many years travels by multiple jobs different places moving around the world all this kind of happened and again APP is just background information and because because I didn't really have any communication with board members back then, mm-hmm. because I was just there with my boss for that one day and then we left after and there was lots of drinking involved at the end of the yeah. night. And you know, you kind of just forget about it and move on. Right. I didn't think that I could reach out to them about anything mm-hmm. when I opened my own studio until I got I got a flyer through the one of my suppliers for for Net. yeah and that flyer reminded me that organizations exist mm-hmm. you know like it was oh my god this this happens everywhere I completely forgot that this is even a thing yeah and went across straightway to BMX that straight yeah and I think we met each other that year actually kind yeah. of the rest starts yeah. to become history mm-hmm. but more because you were,
0: you were there as a, like a jewelry vendor the first year no, right no, no just a piece why do I always just feel abusive. like because I think I met you in the jewelry vending area quite possibly and maybe I got you confused in my mind like that you were there vending jewelry or something like that maybe I
1: maybe you know. just made it made it up it, it's just possible dreaming about buying yeah. jewelry for me that's what it is uh, i do not
0: have um a very well-regarded memory no so. no me neither yeah. and i
1: do dream about piercing so things get fudgy okay yeah <laughs> uh that year I was sat, you know they have that lovely little cove that's all orange and glowy. With oh yeah, everywhere. Bethra's hangout spot. Yeah, well I was right. sat in there and it was maybe the first or the second day and there was another piece that I wish to this day I could remember who it was, but there was English speaking, we were getting on great, but I don't think it was a Brit, mm-hmm. uh, saying, oh are you a member of the APP? And I was like, oh God, no I can't do that. Yeah. I still use cannulas. Mm-hmm. Bethra must have taken two steps in front of me and she just stopped dead and turned around and says, what are you guys talking about? That's mm-hmm. not true. And that's when the rest starts to become history, because as soon as I realized I could be a member within weeks, I was. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then within
0: weeks of being a member. Were you the the first member? There has been a a member
1: of the APP in the UK many, many years ago. The first current. Yes, member. definitely. So yeah. we, within the last 10 years, yeah. my studio was the first. That's bluelotospiercing.co.uk. <laughs> That's impressive. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. We did need to make some modifications. Well, I'm sure not, everybody not does. Those. Yeah. It was mostly posters and stickers and things that right. shouldn't, and shouldn't be touched. And right. kind of realizing, actually, that was probably the dawn of us realizing that signage and record keeping mm-hmm. is much more of a thing than maybe infancy studios or yeah. new trainings actually realize like right. keeping track and having the last I think some there. people
0: get kind of swept up in like the look how cool this job is and mm-hmm. not like look this is a job, yeah, which is cool.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. and sh- sh- we all fear the day that fallback comes back on us, but if you have rac- records for absolutely everything, you right. know who did what, and you have a training protocol for what that person did mm-hmm. and where that training protocol comes from, right. you have every leg to stand on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dave Vidra
0: used to always say, like, if you didn't document it, it never happened.
1: Exactly, yeah. that's why people have Instagram. You mm-hmm. didn't go on holiday unless you're on Instagram. Exactly, yes.
0: yeah.
1: Yeah, so let me think. From the first year of meeting Bethra, then the second year, oh, maybe it was by the third. It's a bit fuzzy now. This is like six years ago. Mm-hmm. Maybe by the third, I was then starting to talk to the other Brits. Because there really wasn't very many Brits over. Yeah, over no, there, there weren't. Then. I think,
0: you know, maybe, you, you were definitely one of the most prominent. Uh, Charlie came along. Yes, yeah, Charlie yeah. was there
1: that first year, but yeah. we didn't speak. It was the next year. Charlie and I were frightened of each other. She's really? going to listen to this now <laughs> and laugh at me. But we were frightened of each other the yeah. first time. Because there was only maybe three Brits Dreadlock there. Dreadlock competition maybe everything competition. <laughs> yeah. Charlie and I have a lot in common. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but uh, we didn't really speak and then the next year I think everyone just kind of realized that the Brits were growing and we mm-hmm. slowly began to form like a little table and at lunch yeah. times we were kind of hooking up together mm-hmm. and and then by the third year we, we were aboard. Yeah. And, yeah,
0: yeah it was a little bit of an army after a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah
1: definitely. Yeah. So on the third year I remember I've actually got the notebook with me now this is like my little conference notebook mm-hmm. that goes everywhere with me and on the third year I remember sitting. Maybe it was with you, you know, trying to delegate jobs for everybody. Who can be this? Who I remember that, that conversation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. Yeah. And having everyone's wrote down, well, this is what it seems like they're good at. Right. Where can we put them, you Right, know? yeah. Yeah, and then broaching yeah. it with those two. Mm-hmm. And I forget what the original question was now.
0: Oh, I don't know either. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, BMX you know it it's it's regarded strangely at points uh, when it when it comes up in conversation i think so many people are are really hungry for education yeah that sometimes they can maybe knock bmx and say well it's a bit more of a party but it's not so much that it's that it's um, it's it's more conversational. It's uh, social. It's yeah, very it's very social. it's very very social. I
1: would not have the friends I have on UKPP would not exist right
0: without BMX. Right.
1: BMX is absolutely fantastic. Yeah. it just has the opportunity for you to put your feet up more.
0: Exactly, which means if you've yeah. been
1: to all of the classics, it's less stressful in a row, for sure. It's definitely less stressful. Yeah, it's much more relaxed, and there's a lot of really nice
0: food. Mm-hmm.
1: And the people are lovely, and yeah. vegan food, which yeah, is, uh, yeah you don't yeah. find Constant too too often. Plus, food. the venue
0: on uh, Perfect House is oh, it's unbelievable, pretty amazing. No yeah. one will
1: ever compete with that. Yeah, yeah. The, my Definitely.
0: my first time that I did BMX, they were actually at a different venue in Essen. Yes, and I, I don't remember it being like that fun and impressive and communal yeah. and yeah. yeah. That's
1: definitely something to take from BMX is it's really good fun.
0: Yeah. And you can
1: suspend and you can get pierced and you can watch a lot of crazy shit that you can't see anywhere (laughs) else, you know?
0: But you can also have these conversations with people who are maybe a half an hour or an hour away from you that you've Mm -hmm. never met before. Mm -hmm. And it removes that intimidation barrier Mm -hmm. where you can just have a conversation and great things happen when Mm -hmm. when you have those sorts of interactions with people. It's
1: crazy how it's totally different. If you got your neighbor to come from their shop to meet you halfway between your shop and theirs, you would be a different person. Than yeah. if you met them at conference right because it's a much more right, it's defensive mutual. almost. yeah yeah yeah, definitely. yeah but it's so friendly and mutual and because mm-hmm. everyone at most com- all all conferences i've been to everyone has been friendly yeah. no one has been guarded right no one hasn't answered a question exactly that I no
0: one would say like well that's a trade secret i'm sorry oh god
1: i've never even really yeah. heard that term in right. this industry yeah yeah yeah,
0: yeah. yeah it's cool. it's nice to see um but you know i i know that you're you're Reasonably humble, but uh, you deserve a lot of credit for the organization starting and and mm-hmm. these conversations like continuing into something, you know, because people can talk and talk and talk, you know, every year, and then they'll say, oh, well, we'll check in and I'll see you in a year. Mm-hmm. But you know, you, you did something. You when you you brought that energy back home with you, mm-hmm. and then you started um, you started some of the meetups, right?
1: Thank you. Oh, you're
0: turning red. <laughs> but how did the how did the meetups start?
1: So. Yeah, you know, this actually puts the timescale bang on. I think I've got this right, because that was the first three years, kind of just there. And then coming back after deciding we were going to do something about it, Yeah. the first... So BMX is what? September, October, the 1st meetup was November. Mm -hmm. So it was just weeks later. Yeah. And thinking about it, Bethra came. And Bethra came, and that's six weeks after meeting her at BMX. I mean, obviously now it's meeting her three years in a row, Mm -hmm. but that means... Thinking about her she flew out twice. Maybe she was on holiday. I hope she was on holiday. She she tends to do extended
0: trips. Okay, so so she might
1: have already been here. Yeah, it's likely. Because now, in hindsight, that's a really big flight to come for a three-hour coffee meeting. I'm sure she was
0: probably (laughs) around the area, but she's she's incredibly supportive. She doesn't get enough credit for that. She's incredibly supportive of different communities massively. Yeah.
1: it was kind of fortunate stroke unfortunate. So around about the same time, my apprentice had broken his hand. Okay. And when he had his hand broken, he was in a position where if he didn't get paid, he couldn't. He would have to move out of his apartment.
0: And move Are we talking about apartment. Seb? Sebastian, yes. Uh, didn't he also break his he's leg? He broke
1: at everything one? whilst he's worked with us. The, yes. the bicycles? Yes. Yeah. yeah.
0: Okay. So
1: Seb needs brakes. <laughs> <laughs>
0: get him some pads or something. Oh, he won't do it. Yeah, he okay. has
1: pads, but he won't do brakes.
0: Because they don't look cool.
1: I don't know. I've had this conversation with him a lot. Yeah. A lot, a lot. So everyone yeah. has this conversation with him. Anyway, totally aside, we wanted to pay him for doing something, right. and he was in the studio anyway, so we realized that Facebook is one of the best opportunities to socialize with people mm-hmm. in a very informal way, in their pockets, day to day, with photographs. Yeah. You Everybody carries wrong. Facebook with them all day. Exactly, you can't go wrong if you just broach someone through Facebook, because right. if they just don't friend you, mm-hmm. you're okay and move on. Right. So we Googled piercing studio in, and then went through every single district in the UK, And between the two of us, we spent two solid weeks, approximately 12 hours a day, hand inviting every single studio we could get our mitts on. It was a copy and paste message, but it was, a lot of of you guys don't have Facebook, get Facebook, you need that. You have no idea how much we couldn't reach you because you didn't have Facebook. So were you
0: emailing or calling or sending physical letters? We made the group,
1: so we made the the meetup group, we made the admins, Mm -hmm. and... No, did we invite people? Then we made the admins. I don't remember if it was a surprise for the admins or not. Mm-hmm. But we ended that two weeks with two hundred Facebook members wow. for the UK PSF meetup wow. group. This right. is how we started. Yeah, it's pointless saying we're going to make a UK PP or We didn't have a name back then. It's mm-hmm. pointless saying we're going to have a PSN organization if we don't have PSs right. talking to each yeah. other. So that was an unofficial decision of we need to get in people's pockets and in people's minds and start meeting people. Yeah, and we need to educate people about things like BMX. Was actually one of our original intentions. Mm-hmm. We didn't on having conference right you want to try to get
0: people to other existing conferences we
1: wanted to get people education
0: yeah but just wherever it comes from
1: exactly yes that was always our original intention Mm -hmm. It was just showing other people that what we have managed to find is out there or something similar or just start to network or Mm -hmm. anything you know uh god that took maybe six weeks later we Mm -hmm. were like we need to hang out somewhere right so the first meetup was born of Grabbing those people on Facebook, saying this is a meetup social group. We're yeah. gonna meet up like every few months, and you're invited. Yeah. And five people came, but five people out of two hundred for the first ever thing. That's not a bad. It's number. something,
0: but you know, again, look at what it's grown into. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And what 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 I especially liked about yours is you didn't try to make it a regional thing because <laughs> they have them all over the states and Canada and here and there, <laughs> and it's always like. There's a there's a New England like a Northeast group, and then there's a West Coast Bay Area group, yeah. and then there's this. You 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 did those meetups in, in different locations around yes. the yeah. UK. So you yeah. did one in the north, one in the south to, yeah. to make it more accessible to everyone.
1: Yes. Yeah. We couldn't do that. We're too small. So New England is probably the size of England. Yeah. So you I don't know why don't do they not move around New England?
0: It's really just that <laughs> um, so many so many piercers in the states uh, look at like APP is the umbrella so you know if we're all going to collectively go somewhere it's going to be APP that that's pretty much it in the states and then you know if we want to have our own little regional meetups then it'll just be like this little group and this little group okay they're not trying to like make it as as hugely inclusive no one is excluded yes but it's more regional I think
1: really the main difference in that is probably just the size of our country really yeah Yeah.
0: maybe you also have really good public transport you can take a train anywhere here we do
1: so the Birmingham meetup last I don't remember when that was. Two I, months ago, we yeah. just we just did one not that long ago oh, down okay. in Birmingham. Yeah, and we flew down there for the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which for a Brit, that's really rare. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. don't fly the length of the country and come back in a day. Right. And we went to London for the day, and that's only six hours on the train. Mm-hmm. Uh, so three hours on the train, so six hours there and back. And when we tell our locals, oh, we're going to be shot in a day because we're, we're thinking about heading down to London, they're like, oh, cool. how long are you gonna be gone for? Like, one day. Yeah. And their jaws drop because yeah. we just don't do that. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Not, It'd be like me British going to, to
0: like you know. Uh, I'm going to go to New York for the day. I'll be back tonight. You I know. don't really
1: understand the difference in that. You're on one coast and that's the other, right? No, no, no. yeah, I'm, I'm, I don't. Did, yeah. Do, do America in the air, right? So you've got big blob yeah. America.
0: So I'm I'm pretty much all the way on the right. I'm on okay. the northeast. Yeah. And uh, I could drive to New York in about four hours or fly okay. there in, in about one.
1: That's still closer.
0: Yeah? Okay. Yeah. yeah. All right. So oh, maybe more bigger. like England Philadelphia. I could drive to Philadelphia I'm in six hours. And fa- okay, whatever. <laughs> Geography aside. Yeah. So uh, when when you had the meetups Basically, what was it? Was it just social, or were you were you kind Purely of talking social. about a topic or anything?
1: Purely social to okay. start with, because again, if you've got a bunch of people, most people probably think that this industry is going to be very similar to tattooists, and mm-hmm. I don't mean that in a derogatory way. to tattooists, yeah, no, at all.
0: it's pretty far off. Yeah,
1: I guess it's yeah. also very similar for hairdressers or vets. You know, like mm-hmm. if you've got competition nearby, most people wouldn't expect that competition to either not say anything about you or not say good things about you. Right. So why would you want to go and hang out with them in the same exactly. room as you? Yeah. So I think everyone who got there. Thankfully, three of us knew each other. Mm-hmm. One, so there was myself, there was Sebastian, and he's going to kill us for calling that, Seb, and Amy, and that's our desk girl. Yeah. And then there was Bethra. Yeah. And then there was Kim Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. And Kim Hutchinson is, we've all got that one neighbor that's just far enough away that, and you know like that work is close, good. they're not close, but yes, they're, yeah. But that you also know is good. So you right. have like a weird professional nod to each other every mm-hmm. now and then. So she was the first. So it was kind of like my little family yeah. and then Bethra, yeah. tying everything together and then Kim. And we all got along like a house on fire. Yeah. Everyone wanted to be there. That mm-hmm. was the thing. Every... Oh, and Aiden. Oh my God, he's oh going to kill me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he drove for four hours wow. to get there. Yeah. Oh my God, he's going to murder
0: me. He's going to absolutely murder me now.
1: Sorry, Aiden. Yeah, he was definitely, definitely there. Yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> so um, did, did it kind of... Did it grow into like repeated meets because people kind of saw what they were missing out on online?
1: Well, I guess because there was only that small handful of people for the first one, yeah. it was a mission not failure, but we wanted mission success right. before growth. You know, okay. so you you want it to not just be the people who know each other, but multiple people who don't. Right. Uh, so we had a second one, mm-hmm. and then we had a third where we moved because by then you've got this history online of this social thing is happening and other pieces appear to be talking and we were like writing down what we talked and saying it yeah. was so nice to meet you and be friendly mm-hmm. online. And people wanted to, it seemed, be part of that. I wanted to be part of that with yeah. other places so I don't see why other people didn't want that too. Mm-hmm. And once we got a uh, history I guess of having successfully met without getting drunk and fighting right. or burning each other's shops down, yeah. and then and then the fact that it, like you say, it travelled around and it became less difficult for people to come. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people do actually do speak online, you know. Like sometimes yeah. you do have a piece of friend that's just two hours away or whatever, yeah. and then they would have opportunity to meet up. And it, it just took off. It really took off. So Seems the so. socials technically are not. UK APP. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just social events. Just meetups, yeah, Yeah. definitely. An opportunity for us to to get together Mm -hmm. and to talk a lot. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And then I remember there was a meetup where uh, you kind of all decided to talk about the issue of like FGM. We did. And that's when kind of like sharing industry goals mm-hmm. started to become part of the UK APP meetup. Yeah, out. so you've
1: got to remember these meetups have formed around about the, the time a board has already decided that they're, they're going to become a board of mm-hmm. something, yeah. but not really actually Not sure actually what the, the something public, was yet. Or, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So we're all talking to each other, mm-hmm. but at the same time, not really telling the people who come to the meetup that we have a master plan because we didn't really yet. We always yeah. know that it was going to work. Um, I've forgotten the question.
0: Basically how it went from meetups to kind of like uh, talking about a subject. And then that was kind of that that stopgap between okay. the meetups and the seminars
1: it. I know why I was joining that together now it's because we had always wanted to we thought that right. would be a really good unifying subject mm-hmm. because it affects everybody yeah it definitely does so we'd always thought that when we got big enough in numbers they would be like almost like okay we can talk about this now right. and that's kind of what happened but I'm like you I don't remember all of these details yeah. I don't remember if I took the bus here or the train there there's been right. that many meetups right. we're on seven Yeah. and that's actually quite a lot if you put it in with Vegas and Germany as well so your oh, yeah. business life and holidays you know yeah yeah
0: who needs time for that though (laughs) Uh, so when when you started to make the the conscious decision that there was going to be um, a board before you were sure what they were going to be Mm -hmm. boarding over Mm -hmm. how did how did that group come about was it just kind of like these are the people who seem to be putting in the most effort and who are always involved in the conversation
1: okay so technically the answer really is because they were there right that's that's honestly the truth of mm-hmm. it. So for a couple of years in a row the, the Brits had been accumulating in BMX and then all of a sudden we got to a point where six of us were really, really getting along mm-hmm. and that was the magic number. Right. That's that's how that happened. Mm-hmm. But I've since spoke to the lady that's doing the Canadian What's an, is it Vicky? Not Vicky.
0: Yeah. Vicky, yes, mm-hmm. yeah.
1: And she says she's been almost interviewing people so she made the Facebook group. Right. She got everyone fired up and in, like invited it all to mm-hmm. it and then she's been taking separate moments to interview them. Right. And I'm glad we have the board we have. Everyone's amazing. Mm-hmm. Massively amazing. And somehow by being thrown in it on the spot, we yeah. had no choice but to make it work. Right. But that also sounds like a really cool idea. Maybe we could have had the opportunity to get a, a, someone who's crossover professions in there too. I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't regret any I'm of the. Re- I do not well, regret. Well, maybe not, not, maybe not
0: regret, but second guess that's anything kind like of that. Inspiring, or... You know, like the way she's yeah. done
1: it's cool. So I guess what I'm saying really is, if I was doing it again, that's how I would do it. So yeah. really, I'm saying this to other people. I think thinking, you, I think right? you definitely
0: lucked out with the I with did. the group you have I totally did. Yeah, yeah. <laughs>
1: Thanks, guys. I love you.
0: So, what what? basically came first. Was it the first seminar or was it the organization? It was the, it was the first seminar, right?
1: kind of happened at the same time because yeah. paperwork and logistics and legalities right yeah so the first thing that happened was we got a go fund me for 500 pounds mm-hmm. and that 500 pounds basically gets the name registered with company house okay so the organization technically came first mm-hmm. but i believe it was kind of in the post yeah. around conference so we mm-hmm. would had maybe four or five of the meetups at that point and at the meetups people were saying oh, we really want to learn something. We really want to learn something. Mm -hmm. And you were saying, I kind of like a in England. (laughs) 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 And it just, it literally just happened. We organized that first thing in three weeks. Wow. Yeah. So well it wasn't really organized, was it? It just happened. Well,
0: yeah, but I mean you you, you found a venue, yeah. you pulled together multiple people that, that taught something and that actually had a class and it wasn't just someone standing at the front of the room being like, you know, Oh, hey, I know a few things, let me show yeah. you a few things. It it was it was okay. organized, but yeah, it you was, say that it was organized. It yeah. was like proto organization, yes. but it was definitely there.
1: That was definitely our most organic can we do this oh, yeah. experience. Grassroots, yeah. Yeah, yeah definitely. Mm-hmm. My It was my, punk rock. Yeah, it was. Yeah. My absolute favorite thing about that was the. So Aiden got thrown in. A- Aiden Aiden does all sorts of engineering stuff and mm-hmm. he's like oh, a little wizard for that thing. Yeah. He had a big polishing machine. And he spent ages figuring out how to do it. And he said yeah. like, let's get people hand polishing. Yeah. But yeah. that's dangerous. Well, yeah. why, I mean, if you do. We were supervising. Gonna, we, we, yeah. Exactly. Well, it was, yeah. it was really fun. we yeah. really liked it. It's so yeah. like crazy photos of us all. <laughs> that was really
0: great, though, because um, you got people engaged. You know, it wasn't just my, my least favorite thing in a class is when someone takes a picture of the classroom mm-hmm. and there are people that are nodding off or checking their phones or looking yep. down or not paying attention. Every single person there was like, mm-hmm. Like looking intently and Proper paying attention, alert. yeah, because yeah. they were engaged in it. It was great, you Definitely. know, and and having support from like ISUK like that yeah. early was great. Yeah, having different instructors talking about different subjects, uh, you know, it was yep. it was impressive. And
1: all it being in a bar, there was no alcohol as well. So right, that, that went down really really yeah. well. Yeah,
0: yeah, no, it was good. And uh, you know, I I like to claim the credit for catching that that first picture. Oh of my god, yeah, you
1: really did. Really, the
0: the group together, you know, because yeah. I remember everybody That's
1: was like a famous ab- picture, right? Yeah, like,
0: everybody was yeah. about to scatter, and I was like, hold on, let me get a picture for the yeah. for the. Point, you know, yeah. because I'm gonna to have to write an article on this, you're you know.
1: Totally, totally right. Yeah, it was great. That does explain why you're not in there. Yeah, yeah, basically. <laughs> People ask me that, and I'm yeah. like, he must be taking the
0: photo. Yeah, I was the one must taking be. the picture. Oh, it's
1: a shame you're not in there, though. But yeah. we do have a photo of you in that poor quality lighting, just like pointing out something, right, and, like right. half of your face is yeah. out. It's like, washed out where? because it's in front of
0: a, a screen. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but that that was a great conference, and I remember that's that's isn't that where you made the announcement that there was going to be yep. a membership in the future? Yes. Yeah, yeah. So that's good. Dude. Yeah. Historic so, event.
1: I can't, looking at that now and looking at what, we've, what we're doing, what well, we're in the second year of right now, I can't believe that last year was just our second year.
0: Yeah. Thinking, yeah. About, when
1: you think about it like that.
0: I talked to Mike earlier and I was mm-hmm. like, yeah, you know, um, that, that first seminar three years ago, and I was like, oh my God, was it really only three years mm-hmm. ago? It, it feels like a lot longer. It feels like five or ten. Yeah. 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 yeah, definitely. Yeah. So what what kind of numbers did you have at that that first venue? Maybe Uh, about thirty.
1: About thirty, maybe forty if you include the people who were behind the scenes. Right. Okay. Like us, ten, and like a couple of drivers and a bit of is. Yeah,
0: yeah, Mm -hmm. and it was all done like volunteer, low Mm -hmm. or no budget, really. and then, no,
1: actually, IS paid for the venue, oh. so IS have been there since the very, very start. I yeah. think it was either two or three hundred pounds for like the, the day. Yeah, but that's still that's party. Thanks, party. That's great. Party. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely. Yeah,
0: um, it, it's really nice to see a, a company support. Someone that they they know might not ever end up being their customer. Mm-hmm. And they just care about the industry that he is
1: a piercer, you know. Like yeah. I feel sorry for him sometimes. People forget that too, you know? He's definitely a PSA. he's hands on the ground, he's piercing every day. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. So, um, fast forward a little bit, how, how did you how did you organize that jump from that small venue to the to last year's seminar, the first year here at, at Radisson?
1: Again, I will admit that this is a little bit fuzzy because it's a while ago. Yeah. But talking through Facebook and starting to see each other at these, you form a family and a friendship Mm -hmm. with your fellow board members, especially we don't just see each other once a year. We travel around the country and see each other now and we do the meetups as well. And Mm -hmm. through talking to people and people saying that was really good, but, and we all, we knew, you know, like, I think one of the first things I said to you within the first 10 minutes was, if we do this again, it won't be in a pub. You know, yeah, like yeah, you, you just yeah. learn. You learn on the ground as right. you go yeah. So by making this big list of things of what we won't do again and mm-hmm. what we would do again, we suddenly realized we'd organized a conference. Yeah. And that... I don't even know who organized the Radisson now in hindsight. But I it's really good that you King can here. learn
0: from, from those things instead mm-hmm. of just, you know, repeating the same thing. It would be so easy for you to just kind of toe the line and it's like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll, we'll do this again next year. We'll do this again next year. But you see that, um, you know, there there are more people and that it, it, mm-hmm. it picks up steam and that, yeah, you, you know, you want to expand. It's and you not,
1: not going to work. We'd have people queuing at the door of the pub.
0: Right, right. <laughs> so did you, get, uh, did you get a big response after that first year of yes. people? They, they saw it and they were like, oh, I wish I had been there and yeah. let me know when the next one is, things like Definitely that. Definitely huge. Yeah.
1: And not just people from England, people from Europe as well, which was terrifying and exciting at Mm -hmm. the same time. And yeah, it was absolutely amazing. Yeah, because last
0: year, or was it that first year? Yeah, Tim and Hika came over for that first year. First year, yeah, Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so that's great. Uh So they came over from Germany. Yep. Yeah, that's great. Uh, How did people react to you announcing that there was eventually going to be a membership?
1: If I'm honest, I don't really think people realize what we meant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a membership to what? We're just hanging right. out in a pub, and we're, right. we're looking at a screen, and we talk online, membership yeah. to what? But that didn't matter to us, because we couldn't really tell them what yet. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we're doing something, we're not really sure yeah. what we're doing, we've got a few plans, we mm-hmm. know the industry needs to change, we know we want betterment, we know this FGM thing's probably gonna become yeah. major in the future.
0: Just for people listening, if they're not familiar with the term FGM, it's female genital mut- mutilation, and it's mm-hmm. basically just the very short stories, I'm gonna be interviewing Paul, okay, talking cool. about this mm-hmm. later, uh, that, consensual adult female genital piercing is classified as mutilation
1: it could be could, it could it, it could be prosecuted on how you as the yeah,
0: Yes. yeah okay. but mm-hmm. there is that that room there where something that's consensual amongst mm-hmm. adults and that mm-hmm. is not destructive uh, is can can potentially be classified that way if a certain council or inspector or legislator yes Wishes it to be. If so. it
1: came to a court of law, the word says piercing. Right. That's right. what it boils down right. to.
0: Right. Yeah. yeah. So, right. yeah, that's definitely an issue that the industry over here needs to be mm-hmm. involved in. So, I would imagine that that keeps coming up in, in conversation.
1: It does. It, it's a bit of an elephant in the room at the mm-hmm. moment because we are waiting to see how certain court cases come out with right. um, big name brands mm-hmm. working in London that do uh, modification and alteration for cosmetic purposes. So, we can't. Rise up too much, yeah. I guess. Yeah, 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 we're, yeah. We're not big in numbers yet, too. Right. So
0: yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, let them pay the court bills for now.
1: Exactly. Yeah. We'll see how that yeah. one turns out. Yeah, and yeah. then if, we're, if there's a bandwagon to jump on, we'll jump on it. or so at least build up towards that.
0: What are some of the other the other issues that people brought up when you started saying things about?
1: It was more the questions we got asked from people questions, that yeah. that done that led us to the decisions of the classes that we have. Right. Right. So people would come up to us and say. You did a metals class. Why did you do a metals class? we would have to then almost not recoil with because you need to know about metals mm-hmm. and kind of put a polite head on and go... Well, very gently, it's important to the industry, to the medical, to the body, to yep. to piercing. I'm trying not to sound stupid when I say it, you yeah. know, because well, really it should yeah. be obvious right. why right. why metals are important. You need
0: to know what your jewelry's yeah. made out of. But we
1: were getting asked questions like that by people that you could tell have been piercing for a very long time. Right. And then if you would do the quick Google search, you'd be like, mm, bless them, these people need a bit of help. Mm-hmm. So from the questions we got asked, we then formed for well, we should, if we're going to do this next year, which it looks like we're going to, mm-hmm. we should start aiming it towards this, this, and this. So as much. as... You said that this organ, uh, organization is growing organically. That's where the organic chemistry comes in. Yeah. Where we're feeding off. Our well, it's good
0: that you that you know enough to to look at that and listen to the market. Mm-hmm the local industry and realize like, okay, this is what would be most beneficial. Yeah. Not like, what's the cool thing on the internet, you know, yeah, yeah, what's that got won't sizzle. Work, though. Yeah, okay, no, it won't.
1: You can't expect everyone to just pull their socks up and do what everyone else is doing right. just because someone thinks it's cool. Exactly. You need to show them how right. and tell them You why. need to educate
0: them and yeah. let them draw their own conclusion. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. And a lot of people don't realize that what they're doing could be done easier for themselves mm-hmm. and better for the client. They just don't realize. They're just not necessarily stuck, but... If you get taught to walk and you've never had to run, why would you bother? Yeah. Yeah.
0: That's a great way to look at it. Yeah. One thing that um, I always hear pretty much universal praise on is when you started kind of announcing that there would eventually be a membership, Mm -hmm. you didn't say like, you know, this is our law. You have to conform to this immediately to be included. You said, you know, we're going to phase these things in over several years so that you, you can plan for it. You can, you know, adapt to it. Not just like, you know, it has to be. Day one, bam.
1: We're hoping that from attending conference a lot of people will understand within it's a five year plan, within that five years why we're doing it. Yeah. So we'll have the opportunity to educate people as to what we want from hope from them mm-hmm. by the end if they want to become members and actually understand the reasoning behind it yeah. rather than just giving them a law or even accepting lower standards just because it's difficult for a Mm. lot of studios to meet them right now which would mean no growth and and also a lot of judgment because if you can do better and you will do better and you want to do better you don't want to join an organization that's not bothering
0: yeah yeah, Yeah, the the, the lesson that could be learned from the the start of the the US APP Mm -hmm. is that there was a lot of infighting at the beginning because people were saying like you know okay these standards aren't high enough and some were saying well these standards are too high Yeah, but they were we're still getting that yeah but they they kind of just like they met sort of in the middle mm-hmm. sort of in the middle and then they kind of upset the top end and the bottom end you know yeah. rather than saying like okay I get it let's start here but try to end here within yes. a few years and I yeah. think the way that you did that was brilliant but that
1: helped a lot because APP already have effectively your end goal you guys right. have already went through all that legwork yeah and we can look at that and say well is it this is all the reasons why that's mm-hmm. a good idea and um, we have a journey to go through to get there let's do it together yeah yeah
0: that's great so uh, last year you, you moved here to the Radisson in, yes. in Birmingham. And yes. then what would you say the attendance was there? Was it around 100?
1: I think it was closer to 70. Okay. Yeah, it was closer to 70. We had approximately 50 ticket sales mm-hmm. and then the rest of it would have been organizers. Okay. So technically attendees would have been around 50. Yeah. yeah. You had
0: a, a bit more for vendors and a, a bit more yes. for volunteer staff too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And by that point you had already had a pretty established board. Because I remember there was you know president, vice president, secretary. Yeah. You had all those positions that would that would put together a board.
1: We technically had those from BMX from two years before,
0: but yeah, yeah, yeah. But now they, they kind of they all had their 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 workload kind of under them. Yes. You know, people were working on projects and, and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you had instructors last year. Who do you have? Luis was here last year.
1: Oh, mate, I can't remember what I had for breakfast. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but basically, more instructors and, a, and more variety on classrooms. And then, was. Oh, then the last year, year, you moved to, to, to two classrooms. Yes, yeah, so we right? went
1: from two speakers on one day mm-hmm. on in one room to... Oh, I think it
0: was two days, two rooms each day.
1: Yes, but I don't remember how many speakers.
0: Yeah, it was a fair amount, you know, five yeah, or yeah, six, something calls, like that. Yeah, Some people were doing, like, double duty, but yeah, 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 yeah. you know. Yeah. And then, uh, so so what would you think would be, like... The, the biggest thing that last year kind of taught you about where the growth is going to go.
1: Really that everyone wants to know everything else. Right. Every, right. everything. Yeah. If, if you, if you could poop piercings right now, this everyone wants to eat it, eat it up. They right. really do. That there's such a thirst for information mm-hmm. and, Every spectrum of the information so we've got people who say okay I meet APP standards now I'm selling gold all day every day Mm -hmm. how do I relax more how do I stop my back from going out how do I actually go on holiday and not have to get an apprentice how do I how do I how do I how do I Mm -hmm. and then we're getting people still from the very bottom saying oh my god what do you you mean that screws the other way around right yeah so absolute thirst that's it it's it's like an unquenchable Mm -hmm terrifying black hole (laughs) welcome to the party (laughs) yeah Yeah. it's amazing and it's really good and without it sounding like any kind of bosom whatsoever it means at the moment we can't go wrong because everyone wants everything right but it will filter into different you know like definitely well
0: i mean people still show up to the app conference in las vegas each year Mm -hmm. you know same thing. Like I've I've never held internally threaded jewelry. You know I've never attended uh, mm-hmm. an actual bloodborne pathogen class. Things like that. So yeah. we still get it every year. Like that's that's not going to stop because yeah. you constantly have these new generations coming in, and you also have these these people who have been in the industry for years, but they've been very sheltered from that.
1: I have high hopes of that eventually stopping. Yeah. Really do. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Otherwise, I wouldn't bother. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, you,
0: definitely you'll you'll bring that baseline up. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. yeah. So, did, did you, um, any any mistakes you can share that, that you learned from last year?
1: Um, taking personal time is probably a bit more important. Um, I've managed to make myself quite ill this year. Really? Through conference. Was, yeah, yeah. Just
0: overloading yourself.
1: Hugely, hugely. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm guilty of it. I'm a perfectionist and I like to meet and talk to everyone. And I like to probably micro-organize it, everyone to death. Mic- yeah. Manage everyone to death. Yeah. Uh, so for myself is has gone a little bit slower mm-hmm. definitely um reminds
0: learning? me of, of Caitlyn McDermott really in a bit yeah because oh. she and she doesn't do it out of like a controlling way and i don't think you do it out of controlling way it's yeah. just that you you care so much and you want everything to go so right yeah and you really just want to be in there pushing to make sure it goes okay, right
1: i take that as a hugest compliment thank you because Caitlyn's amazing <laughs> yeah she is yeah thank you yeah.
0: You just call me amazing. <laughs> oh, don't let it go to your head. Get back to work. So, uh, another thing that I've, I've really noticed too, you know, I'm part of the the committee that hands out scholarships yes. to, to go to the APP conference in the US yeah. and, uh, you know, we would have some international uh, applicants here and there. And um, we, we definitely started to notice a huge spike in the amount that we would get from, from the UK. Wait and, till
1: this year. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Whew,
0: well, th- the more the better, really. You know
1: everyone here is going to apply this year.
0: Good. I mean, the, <laughs> the people who are deserving, yeah, yeah. That's, that's fantastic. Yeah. Uh, and, and you got one of those scholarship positions, and I can't think of, of many people that would be more deserving than that. So it was great to, to see you there and um, to kind of like really officially make you part of that like APP family, especially like being part of like the volunteer staff, like the whole like duckling army kind of you know. So
1: obviously I've met quite a few board members through going to Germany. Yeah. And then spoke to even more online Mm and had a couple of Skypes and kind of phone calls and things and started to get to know people and the whole process of going through the scholarship application, even when you're I don't like saying this, slightly confident. Mm -hmm. Because I I, I was trying really hard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it was still absolutely terrifying, I bet, yeah. absolutely terrifying, and so elating to mm-hmm. actually get. But the genuine reason for wanting to go was to learn what to do and what not to do, right. and how to organize everything. Right. And we're really lucky that one of our board, Charlie, had already been a scholar, mm-hmm. so she had already said this is such a great idea. Yeah, and I might have actually asked her to be one of my references. I don't remember now, but she definitely, you know, explained that this is absolutely fantastic, and it just sounded like the best opportunity to learn yeah. from the inside. Well, you get to learn safely. so many
0: different things coming yeah. to conference that way. You know, yeah. if you pay to go to conference, you still have access to pretty much every, every drop of information, yeah. but you're not really kind of like nudged towards certain things. Yeah. And going as a volunteer, you know, you get to see the classes and the expo, which is mm-hmm. beneficial to anyone in the industry. But then you also get to see behind the curtain. Yes. And you get to see how they put on I, that conference. I
1: needed that. Yeah. I, I definitely needed that. Yeah. Because realizing you're going from a pub to a full-on venue. Right. Is hugely. Right. You know, there's a lot of responsibility and there's a lot of expectations. Mm-hmm. And like everyone in APP has said to me, don't reinvent the wheel. Yes, guys, I'm sick of hearing it. <laughs> 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 I understand why you're saying it. Yeah. But I, so I needed to go out there and learn how mm-hmm. you guys made the wheel. You know? Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. But, I mean, you can you can see here uh, that you've taken some of the best parts of the things you've been exposed to. So, you know, you have some of the, the social vibe of BMX. Mm-hmm. You have uh, a lot of the uh like logistical kind of side from app you know the the vendors and mm-hmm. the way that you invite Where instructors and... around, right? yeah yeah basically yeah it's yeah. It's, yeah. it's it's which is why
1: Charlie's in charge of the volunteers right yeah cuz she's done it now for a few years and yeah. she knows it yeah but it, it's well.
0: it's good to see that you you learn the right lessons yes. when you when you go to these things you know because you wouldn't want to have someone fly across an ocean and and not get the point of why we put on that conference it's mm-hmm. not for our own egos and it's definitely not to to make money mm-hmm. it's to it's just to help everyone you know regardless of where they're where they're at in the industry their experience level or whether you love them or hate them you want everybody to have access to all that information of
1: course definitely yeah. definitely definitely yeah well Eden had also been a volunteer too hadn't he? yeah and then we also have a uh, social media committee who was a volunteer with me. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Marie. And yeah, so we've got quite a lot of people who are quite experienced. Yeah, each year, each year we get
0: more and more British scholars. Like British applicants, definitely, but yeah. also British scholars. I think within the last few years, I mean, we, we've had Hannah. Yeah. We've had yeah. Uh, just like so many different people, you know. And not that he's really UK because he's Northern Ireland, but Jason Heaney. And yes. we've had all these different people. And uh, it's just it's great to kind of change that image of people thinking that the UK is so backwards and so far behind, <laughs> you know, and showing like, no, these people are really impressive and they're 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 really trying and they're catching up fast, yeah. you know, and, and I, I really like to use the term like emerging market, yes. like the UK is like where it's at right now, yeah. basically, you know.
1: That's really cool. I do remember being in BMX one year and basically having a conversation with just whoever was sat next to me, because that's what it's like, saying how, we should watch these Americans because what these Americans tend to do filters across to you guys and eventually gets to us mm-hmm. and I said it and then thought well, why, why the hell does it do that why why are we letting it do that yeah like why does it have to spend five years traveling around the world yeah. it's a great idea yeah before we start picking up on it mm-hmm. yeah. well
0: I mean the internet definitely speeds things up yes. and then having those like, international conferences where you have that mixing of talent pools mm-hmm. really, really speeds it up. Yeah. And then especially when you get people that, um, that really want to get involved in volunteering and, and really like the guts of how those things are put on, that's, yeah. that's where you make huge progress and now you start to see it everywhere. So going from last year to this year, uh, what would you say the attendance is this year?
1: this year we sold 112 tickets that's and we great. have approximately 30 behind the scenes yeah,
0: yeah that's so a pretty double. big jump from five at your first meetup yeah yeah massively yeah and then you've got it seems a lot more vendors this year and vendors that are traveling here from yes. other places i yeah. mean you have
1: sacred, symbols, sacred from symbols, from symbols over in mexico from mexico
0: you have maya here yeah. from the states you have lovely
1: and from germany right mm-hmm.
0: yeah
1: we have a and we had to actually turn people down because of space limitations. Right. Yeah. yeah.
0: Neil Med came over. It's great that you have that that uh, connection with Neil Med having distribution in the UK now. Yeah. That must be really convenient.
1: It is definitely convenient, yeah. but it's yeah. still new to people over here. Yeah. Um, the expenses, obviously, it's the First thing people see when they see changes they see mm-hmm. money. Right. And again that's just going to take a little while. Mm-hmm. Thankfully Neomed basically said people can have everything for free. Yeah. That's what we're doing. We just want you guys to realize that yeah. the price difference is worth it, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is really cool.
0: They're one of those few companies where like you know, they don't, they don't want to squeeze their, their clients. They want to just say like, you know, here, have a whole bunch of our product for yeah. free. Try it out. And if you like it, which you're probably going to like it, realize yeah. that, you know, you get free shipping, you get this and you get yeah. that and you get all this support and you get all this promotion, you know. You through... don't
1: have to sell something that's good. Exactly. It sells itself. Yeah,
0: yeah. Definitely. I, I'm not a huge fan of that term, it sells itself, but that definitely is one of those products where yeah. it, it really does sell itself. You know, it's it's such a, a simple and, and easy product and it's, it's really nice that a company that massive... Is, uh, is paying attention to this market yeah. and is, is really yeah. supporting it.
1: And considering this is still quite small, they could have ignored us for another few years and they yeah. didn't, which is very, very Yeah, and then
0: they would have waited until they could have, like, cashed in on it. Yeah. But they don't want to just cash in. They want to help grow.
1: All of the people who are here yeah. feel feel that way. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah,
0: yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. You, you, you can tell when a company is greedy and they just want yeah. some money. You know, and those are the companies where... You know, oh I, I didn't I didn't sell enough. I, I didn't that, you know, I'm yeah. not I'm not gonna bother with this again. But then there are those other companies where it's just like, you know, yeah, maybe I didn't like sell huge numbers, but I got huge interest, you know. Yeah. So, so I, so I yeah, wanna yeah, grow makes, the yeah, market. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, it's great. Uh so you have the the two classes again, you have more instructors. So it's now
1: over three days as well. Yeah, and so you added on we, the extra day. We had to. Yeah. We could have added on an extra day. Yeah. But then the cost would go higher and with we had to we had to rein it in somewhere. Mm-hmm. We really, really did. But from the feedback that we've had, the one of the best things we've actually had is that there were specific Body placement classes. Yep. Yeah. So your tongue seminar went down really, really well. Really did it? A lot of people said, "Oh my god!" I suddenly realized that we could pick a piercing and talk three hours about that piercing. Yeah, yeah. And a lot of people then said, "We want that."
0: So many different classes (laughs) um, are—they're—they're like the sampler plate. You know, it's like you know, let's talk just a little bit about a bunch of different things. That's actually what one of my classes was last year. Was like you know, ear cartilage fundamentals, where I talked about. Uh, you know, a dozen different piercings, but only maybe five or ten minutes per piercing. Yeah, you
1: just kind of touch on everything, because actually you could group it together quite well.
0: Right, yeah, yeah, but now, like, I'm really trying to focus on, like, you know, let's just let's spend a whole class talking about tongues it was, or it was this absolutely or that. loved.
1: Absolutely loved. Yeah. yeah, definitely to a point where we were thinking about next year having like one anatomy piece each day, you know, so you just have a body part to focus great. on for a whole well not a whole yeah. day, but you know, like that one day there'll be a class I'm looking
0: time. forward to Jeff's nipple class. Exactly. Yeah, yeah.
1: well that's another yeah. thing people came out. Mm-hmm. That they said this is great, that it's just been one body part. Yeah. Now I feel like I can do this in my sleep or I've learned mm-hmm. so much more that I can start to do it in my sleep right. but I can't wait till right. like, tomorrow, you know.
0: That's really how people like learn because I could I could have tongues wrapped into the freehand class and be like oh yeah this is how I physically let, Let's watch, watch a two minute video about how I put the needle through mm-hmm. But I really like to break it down into this is why I'm That's doing it this way. These are the these are the things in there that you're avoiding, and this is yeah. this is why I have this placement, and this is why I chose that jewelry. And so this is how it's The difference
1: between caring and making money through monkey see monkey do, you right? Know? Right. Yeah. If you actually care about what you do, you want to know why. And exactly. More to the point, if you want to take what you do and apply it to an almost unknown situation. Mm-hmm. If you know why you're doing what you're doing, right. you can adapt it. Exactly. But if you exactly. don't know why you're doing it, you'll see something yeah. different. You're just mimicking something. Exactly. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. exactly. There's no learning in that. Yeah. And yeah. everyone's here to learn, which is exactly the proof by the fact of them coming out saying, oh my God, talk again for another three hours about tongues. Right, <laughs> right. Yeah.
0: No, that is good because it's not It's not sexy. You know, talking no. about tongue piercings is not like a like a cool class. Like there's mm-hmm. there's no like hashtag about, you know, tongue piercings and all that. And, you, you know, people aren't putting in... Crazy expensive gold jewelry, but it's a staple piercing. You know, yeah. same thing: septums, nipples, things like that. Like, there, those are really popular piercings. Same thing. You need to know like the whats and the whys.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So we had our members only meet today. Yeah, how did they, that go? It went unbelievable and again it it should have been twice as long everything Mm -hmm. needed to have been twice as long I'm I'm glad it hasn't because it's good to leave people with a thirst and to learn that maybe half hour extra is a good idea but a lot of people definitely could have said a lot more Mm -hmm. which is amazing it means our members are really engaging they want to see progress and some of them were just nodding and smiling and humbly being I'm glad I'm part of this which was also fantastic but one of the big things that came of it was a discussion about potentially I mean, I won't go into it too much because it's, well, it's not really been discussed yet, yeah. but more information on the background of sterilization, actually mm-hmm. how you do it, for right. example, right. which is probably one of the most boring subjects we could talk about.
0: I just so happen to have a fully prepared three-hour <laughs> hour class on safe practices in the sterilization and piercing areas.
1: I know, I know. <laughs> and it could, we then decided that it could start out, for example, work with a discussion about how you process tools. Right. Also then about, this is potentially three hours, <laughs> another discussion about how... You you would possibly reduce your tool content and start yeah. using disposable, and yeah. then completely ending on fully disposable. Mm-hmm. And our members were all nodding and smiling and agreeing so that it would be a boring ass seminar, but no one would be sleeping. Yeah. Everyone would want to know it, yeah. and that it's yeah. essential information, mm-hmm. and that it could, you know, it's a, it's core information. It needs to be yeah. in there. So yeah, you can talk for a very very long time. And one of the biggest things I've learned from this seminar is that we. Need more? Want more? Should do more? Well, that's that's a that's a
0: really good sign because like one of the worst things that could happen is you know you talk for a half an hour you run out of things to talk about and nobody engages and nobody has a question and nobody cares enough to continue the subject Mm -hmm. you know it you know even if you have an hour and a half class or a three hour class and you still have those people popping their hands up and it's like well what about this and what about this that's really great because it shows that those gears are turning and people are actually thinking about the subject
1: and then you get to learn more about the thing you're talking about and say well next. Next time I'll be more prepared. We'll have right. answers for this, and yeah, then it yeah. might shorten it down. We'll have more questions, and we will learn together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I've, I spoke this year for the first
0: time. Yeah. How did that go? Oh
1: God. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> a little mini heart attack. Uh,
1: well, I never wanted to speak. I really didn't want to speak. But I would never ask someone to do something I wouldn't do myself. Mm-hmm. So, and I was asking all of the board to speak because we want some Brits to speak, and as a board we didn't want the Brits to speak without having, you know, you know. So it was, yeah, just, yeah. it was inevitable. I was mm-hmm. going to have to speak at one point. Yeah. My first class was Lumps and Bumps with Helen, mm-hmm. and it was so much fun. Really. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. yeah. I absolutely loved it. That's awesome. I I didn't expect to love it so much. Yeah. Just, it's like having little bunny rabbits all look at you going, I'm sucking everything in. (laughs) It was so cool.
0: Uh oh, there's a monster (laughs) being created.
1: (laughs) Maybe not about anything else. Talked about a few other things since, and I realized that I don't. I definitely don't like public speaking, and I definitely wouldn't just speak for the sake of it. But that specific subject was really good fun. So I've then done uh, transitioning between external and internal thread, Mm -hmm. and I knew less than the other people who were there, so that's that's not my forte. How was that received? So I, I took from that class that... We, so we, one of the first things I said was, has anyone completely transitioned? Mm-hmm. And then it was like, well, why, why are you doing here? What right. are you doing here, really? And it was, I guess, maybe just to get a confirmation of why they've done it. And then again, figuring out if anyone was not planning on it. You know, like the two extremes mm-hmm. to kind of gauge where we were. And then it, it narrowed into there was two or three people who had already switched but were struggling to stay switched for price. Right. And someone who was about to make the switch. and. I took from that class that so long as the people who had switched managed to stay switched, mm-hmm. and the one that wanted to did, it was a success. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That that's how, that's how I took that class, and I think the other people in the room really felt like they were part of someone else's journey, mm-hmm. which was really cool. Yeah.
0: yeah. But well, I'm it's good because it, it can inspire them to <laughs> exactly. to start that journey. Yeah, I yeah. remember
1: being that person. I remember being, oh my god, I'm not putting my hand up. Yes, yeah, i externally threaded. Oh shit, it's has yeah. again. Yeah, yeah. And I was
0: right there too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Everyone was because jury yeah. didn't
1: start out internally threaded. Yeah.
0: Well, I, some 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 people were lucky enough. Yes. That they did. Yeah. You know, I, I think that's maybe not quite as common over here. Yeah. But in the states, like, yeah, there are some.
1: Actually, Seb was only six months. So okay. he was Six months, and it was effectively two-year apprenticeship. Yeah. He was very well trained. Bless him. And mm-hmm. yeah, so he learned you know he was barely piercing at that point really
0: yeah, yeah yeah it's great though i mean just just seeing everybody not pushing against the information they're yeah. just pulling it towards them yeah it's nice yeah and yeah. asking
1: lots and lots of questions yeah we had a doctor in today dr ms bush is a friend of mine in studio uh, acquaintance friend mm-hmm. you know customer come friend <laughs> one of those ones was there a shortened word for that
0: custer nah. friend Customer friend
1: Customer friend friend Friended? friend of her. <laughs> friend of her. Yeah, I like friend of her. Yeah, and that went down amazing. Mm-hmm. She was also nervous, but she she spoke quite a lot. Yeah, and she has spoke. To, she just done a seminar last week, month mm-hmm. to four hundred people. I don't know why she was nervous of us. We're well, maybe it's friendier. because
0: it's kind of outside of the familiarity. Maybe.
1: maybe, yeah. But she did amazing, and that made me also realize that watching people. Look at just look at slides, biology slides. Everyone was taking photos of those slides. Right. I finally understand what that damn thing is on the wall. Mm-hmm. You know, they could have talked about that for hours. Yeah, yeah I told the next session, you got to bring a lot more slides and draw pictures on them and all sorts. We want to, we, we like that. Yeah.
0: yeah, So, uh, you know, what do you see being like the, the teachable lesson of this year?
1: No, we need to get bigger. Yeah. Yeah, we need more space for expansion. Mm -hmm. So the Radisson has been absolutely amazing to us. The space is perfect. The only thing that we could do is move upstairs, but Mm -hmm. that would mean separating everything. and It's very, very... This is a very communal industry. yeah. And we have a very friendly atmosphere going on. I would feel that separating it over two floors would lose a little bit of that because you're cutting everything in half.
0: Not too, too much, though, because if you look at it, like comparing it to... A conference in Las Vegas mm-hmm. you know they have all those different sections mm-hmm. where they have like the giant classes here and the smaller classes here and it's all still in the same venue and people are still crossing themselves in the hall
1: Then maybe I've learned that I want to build my own venue space where it's like a giant spider like an airport yeah. where all the classrooms are at the legs and you've got a giant communal place in the middle where everyone has to meet and buy
0: things do it spider con <laughs>
1: exactly yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that might be what I've learned
0: it's good though that you're growing organically and that you're not trying to just like what's the largest we can possibly do next year? Let's get five hundred people. We're like. probably
1: actually holding it down so that we can keep it manageable. So we could have went much much bigger. I've already yeah. said we could have had an extra day today, and that mm-hmm. was just through the demand of class and the yeah. amount of people that wanted to speak and the amount of vendors that wanted to be here. It's smart had, though because yeah, you
0: yeah. you know it, you're volunteers it's and it's nonprofit. Like you know you don't want to overexpand because that's how organizations collapse.
1: Exactly. We don't yeah. want like a, a boom and crash. Right. We want slow.
0: Because there have been multiple crash. UK organizations for it piercers has. in the past. Yeah. Two or three at this point, right?
1: I only know of one, but okay. there maybe has been more. Yeah, I, I think I've
0: heard of other little things that have kind of like stopped before they really got to start.
1: Okay, yeah. You know,
0: but um, it, it really seems like this is something that the 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 industry is, is holding on to and it's like, okay, this is our community, not their community, mm-hmm. yeah
1: massively yeah yeah I think I think we're here to stay
0: I hope so yeah yeah because <laughs> I want to keep coming over exactly yeah.
1: well it wouldn't be confidence without you now
0: oh uh, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm your lucky charm that's basically <laughs> what it is yeah
1: with the uh, oh did we find out the beard thing's is it a snood? Snood! It is a snood yeah yes. I
0: mention that all the time in my classes now so for the got, people listening yeah, <laughs> yeah I, have a, I have a majestic beard and I wear a, a beard covering while I pierce or work in any sort of like you know sterilization area or something like that and I always called it a beard net and then the, the first, yeah. seminar, first at the, seminar at the at the pub mm-hmm. yeah they're like that's called a snood mm-hmm. and now that's what I refer to it as when I'm teaching my classes yeah, yeah so
1: the snood has to be a conference The snood. it's not a conference yeah. Yeah, not yeah. you just the snood the snood yeah
0: yeah so if I ever can't make it over I'll just I'll, I'll send a snood in a my snood. stead
1: you would as well yeah I would I totally
0: would yeah I'd send probably a cardboard cut out of myself wearing a snood we already
1: have a cardboard cutout of Danny DeVito yeah yeah so yeah a cardboard cut out of that's you good. he's got a few ax
0: holes now though he
1: does yeah, yeah in the crotch department yeah. yeah. So again, for those who don't know, we had an axe-throwing event last night. And it was awesome.
0: Yeah. I Even though I to... was terrible at it.
1: I had my money on you and Paul and Patty and you all let me down.
0: <laughs> yeah, sorry. But it did go really well. Yeah. I think it was really well-received, especially having events that aren't tied to alcohol.
1: Oh, yeah, definitely. Basically. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. So Yeah. That was a courtesy of Nikki Lloyd Proctor. She'd just come back from holiday and haven't done it and just suggested a tiny bit, I think, on the group. And it went down like a storm. Oh, yeah. There was limited numbers and the tickets had sold out in five minutes and then people were fighting over them in the bar last Mm -hmm. minute. And if I was well, I definitely would have been there and whooped your ass. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Well, uh, just, you know, my lack of skill whooped my ass already, so don't worry about that. I've
1: never thrown an axe. Yeah? (laughs) No, never. It was
0: fun. You feel very, like, tough. Yeah. When you do it, yeah. you have
1: to. You probably have to go Ugh, as you do it. You're gonna make a noise, you know, like
0: yeah. That you'll you'll do much better if you're very aggressive about it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah,
1: like fighting. Yeah.
0: yeah. So tonight's what the Rocky Horror night.
1: Tonight is a meet at the boss. This is gonna more than likely involve alcohol for right. about 99 percent of the people down there. Yeah. yeah well, so. it, it
0: helps with when people are gonna be in drag.
1: Exactly. Yeah. yeah the whole theme is definitely just get dressed up in drag. Mm-hmm. So are you getting dressed up?
0: Uh, I did. I didn't bring a costume. No, That's not sorry. An excuse. Yeah. I don't. I, you, you know, borrow. I my fishnet days are over. I think. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I'm not sure how many people are going to go fancy dress, so I'm going to wait until after food, right. go through the bar, right. and then get changed and come back down again. Makes sense. Because otherwise I could just take up and be that only kid at the party that showed
0: up. Cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So if people want to find out more about the organization, where would they go?
1: Definitely the website. The website and the Facebook group, but the website has more updated, permanent information that's mm-hmm. Rocksteady decided i going to stay, and that is www.ukapp.org.uk. uk. Okay yeah and there's quite a lot on there and that's uh, due through again through some of the discussions we've had these past few days there's quite a few changes coming up on there soon so watch out yeah yeah definitely
0: well it's always good to kind of freshen it up Mm -hmm. Uh, and then the the Facebook group if people want to kind of maybe like nibble at it yeah the Facebook group
1: you just type in UKPSM meetup group yeah I think if you type in UKPP into the internet now both of them come up within a a page so you can't lose one really and the Facebook group is much more it's even more social than the social Yeah, because it's permanent. It's twenty-four hours a day. You could go on there at midnight, and you could say, "I'm thinking about moving to Alaska." Does Mm -hmm. anyone know a decent piercer out there? Yeah, like, oh, cool, my best friend. Check this person out. Exactly. Yeah, Yeah. I mean, you and I have talked on there like late late into the night because of the time differences and things. Yeah. Yeah, there's almost always someone on there. I think we're at nearly 500 members now, and the vast majority of them are local. Yeah. Maybe a fifth of them. And it's
0: great how the conversation keeps going just like yeah. you said you know it doesn't fizzle out like sometimes with the like the body modification learning forum mm-hmm. like it it goes through these these ups and down periods where if there's a topic to discuss people are more engaged but yeah. once the topic kind of Reaches its conclusion, you know, people have their conversation and, yeah. it, and it, it kind of You're fizzles go out back a little to bit.
1: For a while and wait yeah, for the next basically
0: until the next one. But the UK one, it's like every day yeah. there's a conversation, there's a thread, there's have, a comment. Have you noticed
1: how if it does go quiet for two days, someone that you've probably never even heard of will go, hey guys, it's be quiet, how are you doing? Yeah, yeah. And then it's just like, hey, let's go going? Let's talk about this thing. Yeah. We have the best bunch of piercers here. We yeah, do. It's, it's
0: a really good group of people. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so, again, if people want to find you, where do they find you?
1: They find me on my studio website, which is UK. You can find me through uh, ukpp.org.uk, and you can find me through Instagram,
0: Piercing. And you can also find you through safepiercing.org.
1: Oh, my God, you can, because I'm also an APP member. You are.
0: All right. Thanks well, for that. <laughs> uh, I appreciate you as a person and I appreciate your time so I'm really excited to see where this goes and uh yeah you're not going to be able to get rid of me too easily
1: yeah thanks this wasn't horrible okay okay
0: (laughs) (laughs) maybe let's do it again next year yeah definitely all right cool thanks All right, so next week I've got a really good interview with you. I've got Paul King, the current treasurer of the APP, and Dr. Matt Lauder. They're both historians, both really into the anthropology of our industry, and they're going to be talking about the FGM issue in the UK. That's uh, female genital mutilation. It's a really strange topic from the American perspective, but a really important topic for the UK market. Basically, uh technically female genital piercing is classified as like an assault Um, so they talk for about an hour really kind of explaining the the ins and outs no pun intended of that subject um, certain advances they've made and the the obstacles that pretty much the whole industry faces to try to get that overturned so stick around for that one Um, I've got a bunch of other really awesome interviews coming up in the next few weeks too if, uh, if you want any sort of specific stuff covered on the show, feel free to email me at piercingwizard at gmail.com or send me a message at Facebook backslash piercingwizard podcast. I'll see you next week. For more information about the show, visit piercingwizardpodcast.com or like piercingwizard podcast on Facebook. For more info about your host, visit precisionbodyarts.com or search Ryan PBA on Facebook, Instagram, and Tumblr. If you enjoy the show, you can subscribe on iTunes, Apple Podcast, and Google Play. Music by Benny B. Blanco. Show copyright 2017, Precision Body Arts, LLC. All rights reserved.